Just a quick message before the episode gets underway. I want to let you know that there is an opportunity to sponsor the RG10 podcast. More about this at the end of the episode, so keep listening. Welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. In June 1992, the first UK divorce recovery workshop was run just down the road in Maidenhead. It was really successful and participants were so enthusiastic about it that they wanted it to continue. There was a need for it locally and nationally and it was clear that the way forward was for the workshops to be run by people who had been through it themselves. Moving forward 30 years and our local workshop is held in early and it's for anyone who's experienced the breakdown of a significant relationship, not just a divorce. I've been speaking to Seamus Jennings, who runs the workshop. The way it works is uh, we um, bring people together. We share with them some information that is uh, on video and that, that information is spread across a number of topics or themes and then each video is followed by a group discussion. And the, I guess it's very much based on uh, mutual support and self-help. So it's not counselling. It's not therapy. It's not legal advice or financial advice. It's about people sharing their experience and learning from and supporting one another. The word recovery is important, I think, in the title because... There's a message which says something like uh, you're in this situation um, and you're going through it and go through it. You will. You're in it and you've been in it or you've come through it, but you're in it Um, and you'll go through it, whatever. But the word recovery means that you're also looking at an opportunity to grow through it and to grow as a person and to grow in your understanding of what happens in your relationship and perhaps to use that in the future for other relationships. So that's the emphasis on the word recovery. You say there that it's um, it's not counselling, it, it's not therapy, but I presume it, it can get uh, quite emotional. Is that the case? It, it can often be very emotional and that depends a little bit about on kind of how recent the situation is for the individuals and sometimes what is uh, prompted by the content of the videos. um, It's kind of essentially six sessions and the first of those, Ben, is called Is This Really Happening? Happening to Me? And that's often the session where people talk in a very emotional way about the situation they're in and how it's come about. And I can give you a really good example of that because I took a call yesterday in my volunteer coordinator role from a woman who called me and said, I've been married to my husband for 37 years. Um, And six weeks ago, he announced that he was leaving. And the night before, we were out together walking the dog. But the next day, uh, as we do kind of most evenings, but the next day he left. He said he was leaving and he left. And she said, I haven't been able to think straight. I haven't been able to eat. I haven't been able to sleep 
since it happened. Um, I'm in a mess. Um, now, that's a very raw situation, isn't it? So um, sometimes when people join, they are uh, quite raw still in terms of the experience. But it can be that the material prompts or resurrects some of those kind of feelings. Um, so, for example, toward the end of the programme, probably the fifth session is about forgiveness. And it's about forgiving your ex-partner and about forgiving yourself uh, on the basis that there were two people in the relationship. And it's seldom the case that what has not gone well or what has become a problem and what has not worked is, can, is seldom the responsibility of a single individual in a relationship. And often I find that session is difficult for people because the notion of forgiving somebody if you're the person who feels that you've been wronged, that you've been left, abandoned, um, if that person's gone off and started a new life and seemingly left you behind, um, people can find that a struggle. And that sometimes brings back, uh, resurrects some of the stuff that happened in the early days. Are you able to gauge at all how successful the workshops are can you can you give me an idea it sounds crass but the kind of success rate if you like N not in a kind of scientific or kind of measured way but i guess um if i just take the person who called me yesterday um i said why did you call and she said because i spoke to somebody who did your workshop a few years ago and she said it was very helpful and so sometimes that's how it comes about that somebody who's been through it recommends it to somebody who could benefit from it. I guess one of the other um, indicators of it being successful is that uh, we don't insist that this happens, but people who've been through the programme together often will then stay in touch with each other. So they develop a kind of relationship within the programme, which then carries on beyond, really. And I think that can often be very helpful to those individuals as a kind of ongoing mutual support, really. Have you found that it's kind of more attractive to, uh, I don't know, a particular demographic, you know, young, old, male, female, or is it a, a real mix? It's, it's a mix, but what I would say is it's predominantly female. That's interesting. Um, Why do you think that is? Well, I guess that... Um, I don't want to be too generalising too much here, but I guess that women are kind of more inclined to seek services which allow them an opportunity to talk about their feelings um, in a very open and way. And I think, I think the history of women in their growing up is often one about kind of conversing with each other in a sort of an emotionally intimate and sharing way which perhaps isn't quite the same for men in their growing up experience, really. So I think some of what we do sits more comfortably with women than men initially. But that's not to say that men don't come because they do and they benefit from it uh, in the same kind of way. I'm interested when you are leading these programmes, do you find it emotionally draining yourself at all listening to people helping them out what impact does it have on you 
Yeah. So what happens is that after the sessions have ended and the way that we deliver it is we run it over two consecutive weekends. So it's a Friday night followed by a Saturday and then we repeat uh, that again. And what happens is that those of who are facilitating it will have, I guess the word people might use as a kind of debrief afterwards, just to talk about how it's the, the, the program is, is going or has gone and the impact of some of the things that uh, have been said. And, um, you know, we, I mean, some of the, the, the experiences that people bring to the program are really, you know, they're kind of, um, you know, they are, uh, I guess they, they, they will hit you emotionally because of, um, you know, the, the, it's kind of a, I mean, I think it's what they might even call kind of a, like a secondary impact because clearly the, the direct impact is on the individual, but by listening to them, trying to manage that in the program and supporting them, there is a kind of secondary impact. So the, the kind of talking together at the end between the coordinators can be very helpful. Finally, Seamus, um, do you have any helpful tips, if you like, for anyone going through a divorce at the moment? Um, I do. One of the things I often find myself saying to people is um, it may seem really very difficult but hang on to the fact, hang on to your own kind of intrinsic worth. You know, hang on to the person that you, you are and the person that you remember being before this relationship um, because you're still that person. And it may not feel like that, but, but that will come around again. There will be a time when you feel that. I kind of say to people, if you can try to avoid, particularly if their children concerned, try to evolve it becoming a kind of fight because ultimately fights can get ugly and difficult and, and nobody wins, really. Nobody, nobody feels better at the end. And I guess the other thing I say to people is it is a time to learn about yourself and to have that in mind if you are going to be in new relationships in the future. So you've learned something about this relationship. Take that with you um, into the future. Seamus, thank you so much for speaking to me today. And I'm sure people listening to this would have found this uh, both fascinating and hopefully, uh, maybe for them, maybe for some of they, some of they know, um, incredibly useful as well. So thank you very much indeed. Lovely to talk with you, Ben. That was Seamus Jennings from the Divorce Recovery Workshop, and you can find out more at drw.org.uk. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. We're now into the fifth series of the show. We've been going two years. We're nearing a half century of episodes, and I'd love to give a massive thanks to our loyal local listeners. And it's because our listeners are so loyal and so local that makes us such an attractive proposition for sponsors. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode or even the whole show, then we'd love to hear from you. Finally, if you do have have any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or on any of our various social media channels thanks for listening and goodbye